Recently, I just negotiated a little something in my business is $150 that the company was going to charge me for something that was, in my opinion, unfair and not per our contract. And I shared it on my Instagram stories and you guys are like, wait, how'd you do that? So we are going to talk about negotiating today. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, beauty business coach, salon owner of 15 plus years and a stylist too. Each week I will bring guests, topics, and conversations you can relate to. We all need biz solutions fast and for them to work. I'm an open book and aim to share all of my answers with you. No matter what stage you are in in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-Minute Beauty Business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. I say it all the time on the podcast that everything is negotiable, and that goes pretty much for life and business. But there are some times when negotiations are just absolutely necessary and other times where like, whoa, absolutely not. It's just egregious to even ask. So first things first when it comes to negotiations is to know when it's appropriate to ask to negotiate. So times where it's not appropriate is, you know, if you've already pushed, 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 gotten something and like you can tell that the people are just going to lose it or you may get cut from the services at all that you are negotiating around. Another time that negotiation would be, in my opinion, like not a good idea is when you have a contract that you knew all about, you signed it, even if you didn't read it, you knew that there was a contract and that you should have read it. So I I don't really think that you can negotiate your way out of something that you signed or when you knew there was an agreement. But if the agreement has been violated by either party, I think that it's okay to renegotiate contracts as well. So you just have to see like what's, you, you got to use common sense, right? And the thing about contracts is that they usually are ironclad, specifically like what I've been able to really negotiate in my business were things with like the cable company, the internet provider, the water person, the cleaning crew, like these kind of services. And so oftentimes we get quotes and we just take them as carte blanche. But when you sign the contract, like that is what you are signing up for. And in the spirit of being a heart-centered business or a heart-led business, like, look, if you sign something, and also this is in the spirit of just being a good human with integrity, if you sign it, you're kind of stuck with it, right? However, even when you sign something and you want to get out of it, there's usually a clause that allows either party to to end the contract, right? To terminate the service, terminate the contract, etc. There is a way to do that. So if you are signing any contracts, whether they're leases on properties that it would be for your business or anything serious, right? Like binding, binding, not just like a cleaning service, please make sure that you understand what you're signing. Number one, that is so important and do your due diligence behind the scenes. A lot of times there are things in a contract that aren't really in the contract. So you might be signing a lease on a piece of property and you're just leasing the property. It's not the landlord's job or anyone else's job to tell you that the property may not be zoned correctly or, you know, I mean, you need to know what you're signing up for. So you have to do your due diligence ahead of time. Now, this is where things can get sticky and we're not going to dive into this, but I just want to bring it up because it was something we were talking inside of my mastermind about. And I think it's really important that we all just have this reminder that When we go to do something and we're signing on the dotted line, you need to have looked at 
everything across the board and done your research, homework, studying about that thing. So if that's in terms of like real estate, for sure, and and know what you're getting into past that contract. Same thing goes really for any customer service or services that you may be in a contract with, like research all the things about it. Did you look at a competitor? Did you ask them what their contractor was, was like? Did you, you know, like, are we doing the homework before we sign the thing? And that's why a lot of times we want to get out of contracts that are, you know, like not that easy to get out of, or it's not the contract's fault. Like you just want to get out of it, but actually it's because you didn't go to the city to find out that you were not zoned correctly or that you do not have the proper permit to operate whatever business in that location. Or maybe that it's it's not the landlord's job to make sure that you're ADA compliant. That's the business owner's job, right? And that was the conversation that we were having inside of the mastermind is you're renting whatever it is that they tell you you're renting from them. However, it's your job to know if that works for you or if you can maintain everything else from the city. Now, there could be legal stuff that happens there. But the whole point is that you have to know what the heck you're doing when you get into any contract. And it is your job to check with local state and city ordinances and things like that to make sure that what you're signing is appropriate for what your end goals are. Now, of course, that doesn't really apply to like the cable or the internet or the water service. The reason that I think negotiation in business is so powerful is because if you don't ask you definitely don't get what you want. And when you're negotiating in these contracts, these services, these whatever it is, things that you're getting or that you're purchasing, you can almost always negotiate some savings, right? So you want to save money. And most of us are just not aware that this is possible. And we don't understand the power of being a customer often enough that we ask for it. And we, we just, and the, literally, what is the worst thing that they can say? No. And what does that mean? Oh, you can still be their customer. So that's the first thing is you have to have the right mindset and you have to know what you're asking for. Of course, negotiations are best before a contract is signed. And it, you know, if there's something that you want to negotiate after the fact, or like what I had with my payroll company was this wonky fee that I'm going to tell you the story about in just a second. It's just a matter of knowing how to negotiate appropriately for the situation. I'm going to tell you a couple stories where I've negotiated effectively just so that you're like, oh, okay, that's what she means. So for instance, the payroll company, I started with a, a new one prior to going out on maternity leave. So I started, it's been almost six months that we've been with them now. And the first quarter of this year, my payroll was held with a different company. It was filed and complete. There's nothing that the new company needs to do, but they did need the information. That was conveyed to me when I signed the contract. Great. Like eventually we need this information just by the end of the year because when we do your W-2s, we'll need to know because the old company is not going to give like a partial W-2. You have to roll it all up into one piece of paper for your employees. Great. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. So I get this frantic text message from my salesperson who I think ultimately just didn't do her job well. And she communicated to me that, or maybe she didn't understand. I don't know. And really, I don't care. She just said, hey, um, you have to send in your quarter one stuff like now, like ASAP. And I'm like, okay, I thought like, no problem. I didn't realize this was like, where's the fire? It's fine. And the reason that I didn't do it originally, I'll explain this to you just as I did to the woman on the phone, is that we were still in quarter one when 
I signed up. So I was like, no, I don't want you to do quarter one. We're going to finish out. And day one of Q2, that's when you'll take over. So I made it really clean, I thought. And ultimately it was. So we started Q2 with this new payroll company. I love them. If you need a referral for a payroll company, please let me know. I will share them. You can DM me and I'll share it. Um, I really love the gal that I work with. Like she really takes care of everything. This was just like totally random. And I think maybe that she didn't know. Anyways, whatever. So I get a call from this other person who's like, hey, um, I need your Q1 stuff and I need it now. And I'm like, okay, but also no problem. I'll get it to like, it's literally in a file on box.com. I can send it over. No problem. Like you can have it by end of day. And so I send it to her. And then she calls back and she's like, hi, um, I just wanted to know if you want the $150 fee assessed on, like, if you want to pay differently or if you want us to auto debit your account, like we do with the payroll. And I'm like, no, I don't want to pay it at all. Why, why am I paying you $150? And she's like, well, because we didn't process your payroll. And I said, well, that's interesting because you don't need to process the payroll for Q1. And she's like, okay, are you sure? And I'm like, oh no, this is filed. I also sent you proof of payment. And what she asked for, which I was like annoyed, right? Like, can somebody do their job? I'm totally that person. I don't ever say that except to you because this is my podcast and I can complain. But the point is that I'm like, wait a minute, like we're missing, something's wrong here. Like, what am I paying you $150 for? So the first thing is I'm like, what is this for? And also this was not disclosed to me at the beginning of my contract. I was told X, Y, Z. She's like, oh, okay, hang on. So she goes to her manager because she didn't know. And I suggested if she wasn't sure if she could just check with someone else because it's $150 and cost to do business these days is high. And I just, you know, a little empathy, right? You're like, hey, no big deal. I'm not coming off as a huge biatch or anything. I'm just like, okay, I'm happy to pay it if that's part of what I need to do, but I want to understand exactly why I'm paying it. And like what, where the disconnect was here in the communication, because that wasn't conveyed. But more than that, like $150 means a lot to my business today, as things are very expensive, as you probably know. And she's like, oh yeah, totally. Right. So that's like tip number one is always like use empathy. You want to connect with the person and be kind, always kind. Like I'm never like that a-hole that's like flying off the handle. I just ask questions in a very calm manner. And even though I'm like totally eye rolling on the other side of the phone and it's fine, right? Like they usually come back and even if they say no, I don't fly off the handle. So she comes back and she goes, okay, well, it looks like your payroll was filed. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, I know. I paid for it in quarter one. Yeah, I get it. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's going, so I'm not really sure what the fee would be for, but I need to collect it. And I'm like, mm-hmm, no, you won't. So this is when I turned it up a little bit. And I said, okay. And I said her name, right? Because that puts you in a position of authority. I appreciate you so much asking and, and taking your time to figure this out. What I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to my payroll contact and ask her if we can look at this because I really don't fully understand. And I'm sure you're explaining it well. So I also defer to this woman and say that like, she's so smart and I'm the idiot. And I said, I really just, I think I'm not understanding. And, and like I said, business is all about dollars and cents right now, especially And I'm just coming back from maternity leave. And so I just want to make sure that that I'm not being wasteful or paying something that I don't need to pay. So if you can just put a pause on that, then I'm going to go talk to XYZ name and I'll be back with you. If I have to pay it, of course, I'm going to pay it. But I just want to make sure that I fully understand. And you have done an excellent job explaining it to me. 
I just don't get it. And um, I'm sorry for that, but this is that's where I'm at. So I'll just get back to you. And she goes, okay, well, hang on one second. Hang on one second. Okay, I like that. I was looking better. So she comes, goes and talks to the person and she said, okay, I think maybe actually I didn't understand. And I'm like, look at that. We're leveling. We're on the level. So she's like, I didn't understand that it was processed and paid for. And now that you've said that, I can go ahead and waive the fee now that we're now that we're on the same page. And I went, oh, my gosh, you're fantastic. I hope you have the absolute best day. Please let me know if there's anything else you need from me. And I love your services. Right. Like, I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a great day. And she's like, oh, and please, like, I hope you enjoy your new baby and all that. I'm like, man, babies are excellent door openers. All I need now is a puppy, I guess. So basically, like all I'm saying is that's how I negotiated the 150 bucks. Is it that big a deal? No. Like, was I just going to pay it because I was annoyed? Kind of. I was. And then I thought, no, this is BS because nobody told me that. They told me that was not part of the negotiation, etc. The other thing is when I started with the payroll company uh, last year in January, I knew that they had a really strong incentive that they wanted to get new people on for January. And they offered six months free payroll processing which if you process payroll, it's expensive. It's like super annoying. Like you can pay up to $16 per pay period per employee. And I have six employees and this sucks. Like every two weeks, $16 times six times two for every month. So I was like, I really want those six months free. And they weren't offering a a promotion when I signed up at the end of quarter one. So I was like, dang it. So I, when I talked to the girl, cause they're all like hard sales, right? And when you're negotiating anything with like hard sales people, it's a super annoying, but B, you have so much more wiggle room. Like those people are made to negotiate. And I'm going to tell you one more story here in a second where you can, you'll know how well they negotiate, but, and they really, truly, they probably send their people to like school to learn how to do this, honestly. So anyways, I'm back with the payroll company and I'm like, okay, but I really want that promotion that was extended. And she's like, okay, well, I can't do that. Like, there's just no way I can do that, but I could do like two months free. And I'm like, oh man, maybe I'll just wait for the six month thing to come back. Like I know it will. And she goes, "Mm, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. She's like, all right, here's what I can do. I can do three free and three half off. How's that sound? And I'm like, freaking fine. I wasn't going to wait. I was going to absolutely sign up because I don't have time to do my payroll, like and go back to my other company that I don't want to work with. Like there's a reason I'm looking and reaching out for payroll. So anyways, I negotiated that as well, which probably saved me overall like a thousand dollars. So it's just that you have to know to ask and and to truly just say like, hey, what are they going to say? No. Same thing like with our, our cable and internet provider. You just call them once a year. And as a business owner, you say like, hey, you know, now if you don't pay for the internet at your building, then don't worry about it. But like we're a business, our service has not been like our internet's been a little slow. They'll either upgrade you. Like you just tell them you're a business. You have a business contact usually if you have a business account and things get handled. Like you either get upgrades or, you know, like, it's not like you can say, Hey, I don't want to pay. I mean, sometimes you can, you can say like, if you want to switch between one provider to the next, like even at your house, sometimes you can do that. Like, Hey, I'm going to quit and transfer to a different service. Now, if you've got time to go back and forth on the phone and do all that, like God bless you. But like, I just say, Hey, like I need, I need this to come down. Like the, my rates have gone up $70 in the last, you know, 12 months. Like, where are we with things? And usually they'll, they'll work it out for you because they have wiggle room, but most people do not even ask. To recap, the most important thing when you are going to negotiate is to stay calm, be kind. Like you don't have to be pushy. You don't have to push your way around it. 
just have a conversation, be reasonable, level with the person, express, you know, sincere gratitude for their efforts. And then also sometimes like you just have to let them think that they're the person in control and that you respect them. However, you're asking for something and want them to have the mutual respect in the negotiation. And usually this all can come full circle. And in some way, there's room to wiggle, at least in your favor. You also want to remember to be reasonable and just overall stay calm. If you're not getting what you want and they're not budging, it's okay to say, all right, well, I'm not ready to sign for this yet. I would like to take a break and maybe think about this for a while and get back to you. Totally fine. When we were in negotiations with one of the large product companies that we have an account with, we're like, okay, so obviously there's no wiggle room on the pricing of the product, but in order for us to bring this in, like we're going to need a lot of support. So we negotiated all of this extra stuff that they gave us in essence for free. Of course we paid for it in one way or another, but it, it got us more in the beginning. And that was a negotiation that really made a difference for us. That wasn't in reducing cost or a pain point in the business, but it helped to bring in a product line that we weren't really at a spot that the buy-in was like $10,000 at the time. And I was not sure. I mean, it was, it was a pivotal moment in my business. In fact, um, I should tell you that story on a totally different episode, but there, there was always something that you can negotiate. So whether you're dealing with someone in business, a contract, a contractor that you're hiring for any sort of service in the salon, these are things that you should just make sure that you're getting what you want. And if you're not, then negotiate. That's it for this episode. If you negotiate something, please let me know. If you're like, hey, I use these tips and it totally worked. And I want you to know that I also read this book and it's called Never Split the Difference. And it is a book all about negotiating and really getting what you want in all conversations and ways of business and life. Very interesting and honestly, pretty, pretty legit. I put some of the things in play in my own household and it works. And I definitely have been, you know, I mean, that's how I did some of this stuff in the salon as well. And it's a great read. So it's Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Summer school is coming to a close over the next couple of weeks. And I hope that you enjoyed this summer school season. I really like making these short episodes. So if it's something that you're like, hey, can we keep that up? I really like that it works well in my life and business and and whatever. Just let me know. We can always pop in or I'm willing to adapt the format because I make the show for you. So let me know what you want to hear. Until then, I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you soon. Oh, and by the way, there's a little bonus content here after the episode. So I just told you all about how to negotiate, how to do things calmly, in a kind manner, all of the things that we should do. Uh, FYI, nobody's perfect. Myself, I lead the pack in the nobody's perfect pack. And so I want to tell you a story here. This is bonus content because it's not really like helpful to you. It's just kind of funny. And it's something that I shared on the on my stories on Instagram. And honestly, when this happened, I went on vacation with a group of my friends, like we went on a a couple's vacation. And I was so pissed. And I told my friends this story, like just casually, like I was just like, you guys won't believe what BS happened to me today. And they all of their jaws were like on the ground. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And they were like, we can't believe that you said that ever or that you and they could tell that I meant it. And they were anyways, We now have a running joke about effing Craig, Um, (laughs) in quotes, poor Craig. 
And so here's the story of when I was pregnant, hormonal, and negotiated. Sometimes in negotiating, it doesn't go that smoothly. So let me tell you a story about the rug that we used to have at the front of the salon. This rug is the bane of, or was the bane of my existence. And we, when we remodeled last summer, I was really adamant that we weren't going to have the rug anymore. It cost us $600 a year, which that's a lot of money, like for something that we walk on and gets covered in hair. Yes, it had our logo on it, but we don't need it anymore. Our logo is different. We had it for 15 years, okay? Granted, like we got a new one all the time. It's from one of those companies that brings it and drops it off and cleans it and brings you a new one, et cetera. And they make you a new one when it gets worn down, et cetera, et cetera. Great. It was wonderful for those 15 years. Now, I just have mentioned previously in this episode that you need to read your contracts and know where you are with things. So I want to conclude our service. So I call the people and I say, hi, because it's been 15 years since I read this contract that let's be real, I didn't read. So I just knew I'm on an annual contract with them and it auto renews. So I call and I say, hi, my name is Lexi Lomax. I own La La Salon. We've been a customer for a long time. And we would like to conclude our service at the end of this contract period. And she goes, okay, no problem. I put a note in your file and just go ahead and let your driver know. Okay. So when the driver shows up on Tuesday morning, I'm like, hey, we're about to have construction and I need to cancel our service with you because we won't be having this mat anymore. Okay, he says, no problem. Just call the number, the customer service number, and let them know that you spoke to me, etc. and we've got it handled. All right, great, I got this. I'm like, I already did that, but fine. So I call back and I'm like, hi, I canceled. I spoke with the people and, or my driver, and we're all good, we're all on the same page, and we'll conclude our service as of like, I don't know what it was, like I think it was June 1st, because we opened in June of 2007, so whatever. So great, everybody's on the same page, I think we're solid, then he comes in with a contract for me to sign. And I'm like, I'm not signing that. I already told you. I'm like looking at him like, okay, uh, are you the same person? Am I not like smart enough to know that you're a different person? Like what is going on? I'm also going through IVF at this point. So I'm like hormonal, but not crazy. Not yet anyways. And I mean, not any more than normal. And so I'm like, okay, all right, well, we're canceling. I'm not signing that. And I told everybody explicitly, I put it in Slack. I'm like, nobody sign for freaking the the rug. Nobody sign. Like, we are not doing it. We're canceling. So everybody knows how much I don't want the rug. I've now spoke about it. And I'm like, everybody knows it's $600. And they're like, that's stupid. I can't believe you did that for 15 years. Like, whatever. So we know we're canceling. Long story short, they auto-renewed my contract. And We called three or four more times to cancel before June 1st. Now we're in the middle of construction in July, and I just happened to be there when our driver shows up with a clean mat, which, by the way, where is the other one? I'm like, I don't freaking know. It's rolled up in a closet or storage unit somewhere, and because they usually drop off and pick up, and... I am losing my marbles. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, we don't want this. You and I have had multiple conversations. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm going like, I'm calling corporate and I'm going to go straight to the top. So I get fired up. Now I'm like in the middle of IVF, pretty hormonal, like pretty irritated. Needless to say, they tell me I have to put it in writing and it's too late because my year has been auto renewed. Are you kidding me? So I'm like, I'm going to give you $600. No, I'm not. I will not. Absolutely will not. So long story short-ish, I get a person out to me and they are like, okay, so we, his name is Craig. 
And Craig is a sweet gentleman. He's a local guy, and he is just trying to do his job. Let's be real clear about that. He's nice. He's fine. Whatever. His job is to sell me something else instead of the mat. And absolutely, we can get you out of that mat contract. We're just going to have to turn over that money that you're locked into into some other service for your business. And now the remodel is done. I am, by the time he gets in the salon in person, I'm pregnant. The remodel is finished. We're like open. We're busy. Like, I don't have time to sit with you. And no, I don't want you to clean my bathroom. Like we have a clean, we have our own cleaning service. The receptionists do it every day. Like absolutely not. No, no, Craig, I don't want anything. So I tell him over and over. It took three meetings. Okay. To where I'm like, I'm not doing this. I don't know what you're not understanding. And now I am hormonal and don't feel good. And I'm so over Craig and his company. So on the third meeting, I send multiple phone calls and text messages where I am like deliberate AF. I'm like, I'm not doing this period. Tell me you understand right? I'm still kind, but I'm like, this is not going to work. Like you're not understanding. I've done all these things. I have the proof. Like I have proof that I've called. They have it in my notes, something, the ball either got dropped and, and ultimately it comes out that this is what they do to people. They give them the runaround so that they keep you on a contract of some sort, because most people do not have the stamina to freaking fight their way out of this, to negotiate out of a contract that auto renewed, because they say you have to, in the tiniest, tiniest print, which who reads it, but this is why it's your job to know. But I started calling months before, so it should have been fine. But you have to do it 45 days, not 30 days before your contract terminates. It has to be written and you have to do it with a driver and like email, fax, whatever, but it has to be a wet copy that they see. So it can be like digitally signed or something. So it's a huge pain in the butt. So even though I sent a letter saying, I don't want this, it wasn't like digitally signed. It was just a letter. Like, are you kidding me? They have like all of these things, which attorneys put into place to hook you to keep you and you can't get out of it. So I'm like, look, I'm going to cancel my credit card. I am going, I'm not paying you for this mat. I'm not, you can come pick it up. And I, when he came the last meeting, I had them sitting there in front of him. I had them both rolled up with a big rubber band. And I'm like, Craig, I'm not doing this. So Craig flexes on me. And this is where, this is why you have to stay calm. Right. And he goes, Oh man, this is too bad that we're having all of this. And I, I was like, Oh, it is too bad, Craig. It's really too bad. And he goes, You know, because my wife and her sisters were clients here. And I said, Cool. I'm really glad. I hope they had a wonderful experience. And he's like, Yeah, I just, this is such a bummer that like we're going to have this experience. And I said, Yeah, it is, Craig, but that has absolutely nothing to do with the way that I operate my business. And if that's how you play, here's what's gonna happen. I'm going to take both of these carpets, these rugs out into my parking lot. I'm going to light them on fire and I'm going to make a video and I'm gonna tag your company every single day until I'm not charged. So now you can decide how we move forward. And I am not kidding you guys, it was the hormones. But I 100% meant it. I was even a little bit excited because I had been through literally six months of BS. Meanwhile, they freaking charged me every one of those months for these two rugs that were rolled up. We weren't using them. And guess what? They were not coming and doing service because somewhere along the lines, I'm getting fired up again. Somewhere along the lines, they crossed the T's and dotted the I's and realized that we had canceled service or that we wanted to cancel service. So they just stopped coming, but then they kept charging me, which is why I was like, ooh, like this is not right. So when this poor man, Craig, 
came in the salon, finally and sat down and I was like, this is it. Like, I'm done with this. So I also, previous to telling him that I was going to light them on fire and all of that, told him that he should start paying me for my time at this point because I had spent so many hours working on this that now it was costing me more money than I actually was paying him monthly. But based on principle, as a business person of integrity, that this was absolutely not something that I was going to leave alone, nor was I going to continue to pay. So he had a couple of choices. And he looked at me and this poor guy, this poor guy, he didn't know I was pregnant because I was like one, I was like 10, I don't know, five weeks pregnant or something. I'm not like a, a barely pregnant, but hormonally very pregnant. And he just was like, probably like 45, like total soccer dad. Like he probably like is just a guy, right? Like he's just a guy. He probably like sports a lot and like hates take, he probably hates his button up shirt and his fancy pants and stupid shoes he has to wear to work. Like he's that guy, right? So he's like, probably like, oh yeah, let's see this check go light these things on fire. But also he doesn't want to like have that happen. And so I, I literally gave him those options. He said, that doesn't seem necessary. (laughs) Like, and I'm like borderline, like, you know, when you get so mad and I don't even get mad, which is, this is why we know it's hormonal. But when you get mad and you're just like a a flip, a switch has been flipped. Right. And you're just like, oh no, no, it's on now. And when he started to threaten, like, the experience that he would then speak of with his family members and people who were clients or current clients, I don't even know at that point. I'm like, no, that's playing dirty. And if you want to go dirty, like, I'll win. Like, not because I'm crazier than you, but because I have the endurance. Because I will post that every day. I will stand outside of your headquarters with a sign. Like, there is something in me that when something is not right, that's when I get mad. Like, even if it was for you, like, if you're like Lexi, like, I need help. This is so not right. I'm like, oh, let's go make this right. Like, there is justice to be served. And so <laughs> the guys are probably like, she's insane. Anyways, so he ended up saying, I will, I can't refund you, which I was like, yes, okay, whatever. Like, I actually, now I just want you to leave. I never want to look at you again. So what he did is he went outside, he made a phone call. I don't know if he really did or not, but he basically came back and said, I can't refund you for the the months that we've been charging you, but we'll stop the service and we'll let you out of your contract early. And I was like, you know what, Craig, that's fine. So that's how it ended. I did not light the mats on fire. I really still kind of want to when I think about how awful it was, because the next thing that he told me was, you know, I've never actually... Uh, had to do this before. We've never terminated a contract while I've worked there. And I'm like, <laughs> really? I'm the, I'm the crazy person that pushed you guys all the way to the edge, huh? And he's like, yeah, we've never done that. And uh, meanwhile, like even when I was telling him I was going to light the mat on fire, I'm like, you're a nice guy. This doesn't really have anything to do with you, but I'm telling you that I'm going to this is going to get right. And making and telling me that I need to have one of your people come and clean the bathroom at the salon is not making it right. That's just putting me in another contract that I'm going to have to get out of and you're going to screw me over then too. So like the whole thing, I just, he knew and I was calm, but it was firm because you have to be firm sometimes in negotiations. And especially when there's something that is so egregious. So basically he told me that they never let people out of contracts from this company and that they they just wear people so thin that they can't get out of them and that it has all those loopholes in their contract and whatever. And I was like, yeah, you're a total D-bag for working for this company then. And I did tell him that I would not bash the company publicly if he handled it. So I'm not going to give you the name, but I will tell you this. I see their trucks 
every single day in San Diego, and it irritates me. The name is six letters long, and they just probably do a great job of what they do because we did have really great service from them the entire time that we had service. And that's fantastic. They're a janitorial service. They do all kinds of things. But um, trying to get out of a contract with them is actually incredibly brutal. Also, I didn't have a good experience with them one other time when there was a billing issue, like my card was on file and then that card expired and there was a whole thing and I did negotiate that, but the people were not nice in the office. Like, you know how you can just tell like some companies have great culture and some just don't. So needless to say, I will not be doing business with them, but I am a person of integrity. So I won't tell you that, but the name exactly, but you probably figured out. Anyway, so the funniest part is that we go on vacation that like that day, it was a Friday, we go out of town with uh, all of our friends. And I tell them the story and they all look at me and they're like, are you kidding me? Like you told him you were going to do that. And I'm like, yeah, no. And I was like, going to do it. Like I was going to go get lighter fluid and we were going to set up a tripod like it was happening. And so anyways, one of the friends, husbands is like effing Craig. He was going to get famous. He should have let you do it. And so now the inside joke is everybody says effing Craig because it's funny and nobody can believe that I went absolutely nuts on poor Craig. So that's the bonus content. I hope that that you are never pushed to that in your negotiations, but I had to share the story because um, I told you I would on Instagram. You guys, Beauty Biz BFF is almost here. I am so flipping excited. I can't even tell you the amount of time, effort, energy. I don't think there has been a day over the last seven or eight months that I have not worked on this project. I mean, maybe the day, no, I definitely worked on it in the hospital, uh, even when I was having the baby, because I'm so passionate about it. I'm so excited about it. And it is just... It's it's my other baby this year. So I am just telling you, wait list is there. It's in the show notes. I want you to be ready for it when it comes out because there is going to be a major, major presale for the first 48 hours. So you want to be on that wait list. And that's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.